This episode of Babylon and Dabbling is brought to you in part by Max Moore Marketing. Max Moore has joined the B&D team to help us gas up the podcast, and he can do the same for your brand or business. If you're in need of logos, graphic design, videography, photography, you need some flyers made, you need business cards made, whatever you need for your brand or business, Max Moore can help you out with that. To see some of Max Moore's work and to inquire about services, go today to Instagram at Max Moore Marketing or on Facebook, Max Moore Marketing LLC. That's M-A-X-M-O-O-R-E Marketing. Go today if you need to gas it up. Welcome to the show, this is Babylon and Dabbling, you already know we are podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling, podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling, babbling and dabbling, babbling and dabbling, uh. Uh, welcome to the show, this is Babylon and Dabbling, you already know we are podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling, podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling, babbling and dabbling, babbling and dabbling, uh. All right. All right. Hi, Gavna. Hello, Gavna. Are we recording already? Yeah. Oh, okay. I hear you say that like every episode. Are we recording? Well, he, <laughs> he just randomly starts recording without well, me knowing. Of course. Yeah. That's how you get it all natural. Yeah. But then every time it's like, are we are we recording? <laughs> yeah, it's all natural. And then Scott fucks it up. Like, are we recording? Yes. Just all assume. Right. At it all adds times. a little charm. Goddamn drip count one. Trip count one <laughs> on the shoulder this time. All right, this is babbling and dabbling. You know where you're at. God damn it! I'm trying to fucking figure everything out as I go. Um, so we've started a new thing. Before we do the plugs and stuff, we just kind of catch up on the week. Okay. All right. I think we started this last week, and I. It's just like, uh, I didn't really have any stupid thoughts this week, so that segment already is oh, not damn. working out. <laughs> you had no stupid thoughts? You're I just mean, all smart the whole week? Not, well, not smart, but not <laughs> exceptionally dumb either. I, I did see one thing, though. Uh, there was this truck. The company was called People Transport Express. And I was like, wow. They're just advertising that they're transporting people? That's got to be illegal. <laughs> Why would they do that? So that's about the extent of my stupidity yeah, this week. That is a stupid thought. Yeah. But I probably would have thought the same thing. Yeah. That was like intentionally stupid. This yeah. isn't like, I think this you, is a thing. Yeah. Usually it's, it's not intentional. It's just yeah. your natural state of mind. Yeah. yeah. I'm just naturally stupid. Successfully stupid. <laughs> Hashtag that. Um, fuck. I don't really want to like catch up with Blaine too much because he's going to be on like our next yeah. episode. Yeah. So Keep all my thoughts to myself. All right. Yeah, we'll save it. Don't share your thoughts then. Nope. Yeah, we got a whole other episode we got to do that we'll do that. So, in case you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Not much to catch up on this week. Yeah. But next week, we'll, week, we'll be for this week, technically. <laughs> yeah. Because, I don't know, it depends on how we release the episodes. We'll see. We haven't decided completely just yet. Maybe we'll do a two-part in one. Just put them together. It'll be or we really can just do like episode. a two-separate episode release in the same week. Whatever. Spread them out a couple days. Many, you oh, guys will see. find out when you hear these. Yeah. <laughs> how many guys do you? How many of these do you have on backlog already? Zero. None right at now. the moment. No. We used all our backlog during the pandemic. Yeah, no, I believe it. COVID. We had like a couple months like buffer. <clears throat> I leave, I used my whole tax check during yeah. <laughs> the Corona too. 
Yeah, dude. COVID really fucked us hard. Yep. Right in the bow. I paid off my computer, Not though, and that felt good. Are we doing plugs during him on? Oh, he can plug too. No. Because remember, that doesn't work well with somebody on the phone. Okay. So should we do our plugs now, then? I'm about to do them now. Okay. And I'm still waiting on him to accept my I'll go ahead and message him, let him know that he sent the request and that we're that's about to not, do plugs. That's not hooked up to Bluetooth, man. Hey, man. This shit ain't cool, man. Technical difficulties, man. Why isn't Roadcaster Pro? It's all a part of the process. Oh, it's because it's fucking Scott's phone. Motherfucker, I pay for you. Why the fuck you default into Scott's phone? It knows what the alpha or who the alpha is. Huh? Yeah, drip count <laughs> two. Shoulder again. All right, you fucking whore. We're charged with two counts of drip. Are we still recorded? Yeah. <laughs> this is great content, dude. Yeah. Perfect content. We're gonna cut, cut well, if y'all would fucking talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to fill that okay? air everyone. Fuck, dude. Oops. Say <laughs> words. God damn. Wrong fucking app. I'm never. We fucking are so bad at this. I blame y'all. It's not even me, and I'm the only one doing shit right now. Here we go. Right there. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Babbling and Dabbling. We are your hosts, Camden and Scott. We are joined today by a Blaine fucking Gatliff. Yeah. Yeah. Sir. All right. All right. I thought that was right, but I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Who does the last name thing? Yeah, we do, apparently. Um, he's going to sit in with us on this decoy interview. Maybe ask a few questions. Maybe. The anyway, you know where we're at if you've listened before. If you don't, I'm talking to you. You can go to Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at Babbling Dabbling. That's B-A-B-B-L-I-N. D-A-B-B-L-I-N. I almost took that from you because I did Graham's fucking podcast earlier and I had to do the whole thing myself. So I'm just nice. in the mood. Anyway, uh, if you want to follow me, Camden, you can catch me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at dflamingo187, SoundCloud, and Facebook for my music at 91cam187. Scott, where are you at? If you guys want to keep up with my music, you can find me at soundcloud.com slash hazardwave. That's H-A-Z-A-R-D-W-A-V-E. And uh, links to my other socials are there. Um, you can stream it on Spotify or SoundCloud, and we also have our releases up on the uh, Subgoth Bandcamp, which is subgoth.bandcamp.com. You can get my music there, and we now have merch there. I have shirts and hats, so go pick that up. Facts, we also have merch for the podcast. Oh, we didn't forget this time. Nope. Nope, I'm, I'm remembering things now. Don't you know? Except for your own accent. Yeah, it's <laughs> whoever... I have an identity crisis over here. Anyway, if you're having a drip crisis, you can get that solved. I'm having a fucking drip crisis right now. <laughs> you can have, you can go over to teespring.com slash stores slash babbling dabbling. Pick up some babbling and dabbling merchandise. We got some motherfucking shirts. We got pretty sure long sleeve shirts. We got hoodies because fall is coming man. up. We got little comfortable ass pillows. I assume they're comfortable. I don't have one. We got coffee mugs. Everyone drinks coffee. Dude, yeah. Everybody likes to make themselves have to shit for no some, reason. Yeah, exactly. Um, you can also throw some juice in there. It don't matter what, you know. We tried to make some socks, but we, we just did not have the proper designs. We're going to have to get with Max more about that. We're working on them. You know, we got some new shit in the works. Some new merchandise to be coming at you whenever we get it. 
And you guys will buy it, and we will be happy about that. It's one of the best ways to support the show, guys. Big facts. Big old goddamn facts, man. Um, also, shout out to Graham, host of the One Graham Army podcast. I want to say, I should have done a little bit of looking before I tried to open my mouth about it. But by the time this episode's out, I'm pretty sure his new episode will be out with me on it. Uh, that's One Gram Army. It's available pretty much wherever you can get a podcast from. And let's see. Oh. Well, he put it right up. He does not hold them. So that's already out as of right now. Which. What? <laughs> I thought he held them a couple days. Okay. Okay. So it's out as of Sunday. Fast. <laughs> you're on, you're going to hear this on Friday. He accepted, by the way. Did he? Yeah. All right, bet. And so you can go check that out. Also, just listen to his other episode. It's a good podcast. I need to get some WD forty for this fucking chair. Facts. I hope, can they? Can you guys hear it? Like in the oh, yeah. headphones? Oh yeah. That's unfortunate. All right. So um, turn this bitch up. Got the applause ready? Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yup. All right, so we are going to be on the phone with uh, a beatboxer by the name of Decoy. He is, uh, his bio is professional beatboxer from Boston, CEO of Beatbox Community. Uh, what is GBB? Uh, Grand Beatbox uh, okay. Battle. It's, uh, he's, he was, it says competitor on yeah, his he, bio he here. Competed in that. He was yeah. in it. All right, so yeah, that's what we're dealing with here is a beatboxer. Uh, the second. Well, we had Josh on for the episode 50 for a little bit. Yeah. He did a beatbox for us, too, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. So this is technically the third beatboxer we've had on Babbling and Dabbling, second full-length interview. Um, so we're going to get into it with him to talk about his journey with beatboxing and, I guess, like the culture of beatboxing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I got Scott's a few questions gonna, lined up for him. Scott's probably going to take over a lot on this interview because I don't know <laughs> much about beatboxing. <laughs> Uh, we still want to get some of the non-B-Box perspective, so we got Bladen with us, too. Hopefully he can chime something in. Don't feel yeah, well, pressure, too, though. And you're at least a musician, so, you know, yeah. I'm not that. Okay. So I'm the really dumb one in this conversation. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to go ahead and give him a holler. Give him a ringy ring. Audio call, yes. No, no video chat. unfortunate <laughs> <laughs> so psych <laughs> all right maybe he'll call me back give him a second he might not be ready just yet that might be our bed all right <laughs> fuck up oh, call me back oh there we go <laughs> all right game of phone tag uh who wins i guess it's him if i answer can't have that <laughs> Come on, man. Let me make sure I'm fucking on the, Nope, that's the wrong fucking button. You got him on? Hey, you there, man? Fuck. Where's the goddamn thing to fucking put it through the fucking. 
Mixer. There it goes. Fucking technology. I'm basically a fucking boomer sometimes. All right. Are you are you able to hear me? Oh, there we go. Yeah, Got I was him. having trouble there getting my are. damn Bluetooth set up with you. Oh, okay, okay, no worries. All right, yeah, a little bit softer, so I'm turning you up a bit. All right, so decoy. Yeah, what's you're on the Beatbox Babylon podcast. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, if you want to, before we get into anything, just plug your social medias and stuff. If you want to possibly get some followers. Sure. Um, yeah. Um, so on YouTube, you can just search up uh, Decoy Beatbox. Um, find my channel there. Instagram, uh, DKOY Beatbox, all one word, no spaces. Um, and then my community that I run, which is Beatbox Community, uh, we, we use a platform called Discord. We have a big server on there. Uh, you can get there. Discord.gg slash Beatbox. Um, follow us on YouTube at Beatbox Community. On Instagram at the Beatbox community. Dope. Awesome. All right. <clears throat> all right, man. So, how you feeling today? Doing all right? Doing pretty good, to be honest. I woke up pretty much just now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Scott Scott was like, ah, I haven't heard from him all day. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, we got, we, we got it working. We got it going. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. So, uh, says you're from. From Boston, you're a, you're a Bostonian. Yes, sir. You don't like my accent, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm right. in a suburb, man, so it's like it doesn't really apply. All right, all right, it doesn't cut you as deep as like an actual right in Boston yeah, proper. Yeah. <laughs> all right, um, I'm gonna go ahead and hand it over to Scott. We'll get down to the important shit, and I'll just be in and out. With uh, non-beatbox questions. <laughs> All right. So, um, but before we get into a lot of the uh, more specific questions, do you just want to drop a little bit of your background? How long you've been beatboxing, and uh, some of the accomplishments you've uh, gotten up to till, till now? Sure. Um, so, I started beatboxing. Um, my earliest memory of doing it is 11 years ago. So, uh, I was <laughs> I was in first grade. Uh, and I remember doing it more like a show and tell with uh, two of my friends back then. Um, that's my earliest memory. And then since then, I discovered, um, you know, the true beatbox scene, um, like Swiss Beatbox, Beatbox Battle TV, channels like that. I think around 2011, um, the first video I remember seeing was Darnie versus Crin uh, Effect. Oh, okay. Um, wow. At, yeah, I don't remember what, I think it was Emperor of the Mic, yeah. Uh, it was it was the one, like, uh, I think Darnie got some flowers for, for Trinifex Effects or something, but, yeah, that battle was, like, uh, classic to me, and um, since then, I was really trying to level up, and around 2015, I started going to live events for the first time with, like, my mom or dad, um, and, uh, yeah, so I went to a couple there, started slowly entering and actually getting into like top 16s uh, for like uh, East Coast or like the New England beatbox battle. And um, then I went to my first international event two years later, and it's still my only international event um, at World Beatbox Camp in uh, Poland. So I went there and I learned a lot. I think my passion and 
commitment that I have for beatboxing now really grew from that event. Um, and I'm doing a lot of what I'm doing now because of like the inspiration I got from then. So I leveled up a ton after that event and I managed to get into top 16 of American champs, um, for the first time. Um, since then I've gotten in three times, um, top eight is where I'm at right now. Um, and then I guess what most people see my solo beatboxing pinnacle at, at the moment is, um, I submitted a wild card to the grand beatbox battle, which is like considered the um, highest level beatbox event in the world. And um, yeah, my video kind of just blew up and uh, in, in my face and I didn't pass originally, but I, uh, I got one spot out and some guy dropped out. So uh, shout out to Alisi. Um, and because of that, I got bumped in and now I'm competing at the world's biggest beatbox event most competitive one which is surreal to me um, is, uh, is that yeah, event still going to be taking place this year or did that one get replaced with the uh the online battle that they did um so it's it's really a, a yes until it's a no so at the <laughs> moment it, it's yes but uh you know it's set for december but okay you know policies and borders anything can happen i, I don't know Gotcha. Well, I really hope that it does go through because I know you were excited about that. And once uh, at least he got dropped out and you got bumped up into the 10th place, I was real excited for you, bud. So I really hope it keeps it uh, ends up going through. Oh, yeah, that's really Thank dope. you, man. I got two things real Thank quick. You. Number one, I'm up yeah. to four on the drip count. Uh, I didn't <laughs> want to cut it. <laughs> yeah, I got a pipe dripping on me, so I'm just keeping count of every time it falls on me. I didn't want to interrupt you talking for that. <laughs> You're good. But uh, second, uh, that actually pertains to you. That that entry was the the birds video. Was yeah, that your entry to that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. birds birds in the in the closet. Yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember Scott Scott sent me that link when uh, he first told me we we're gonna have you on here, and that was it was dope, man. He he showed me a couple of your battles with. Um, Inertia and and Pash and Pash. Yeah, and uh, that was actually the first time that I I saw you and knew and learned about Decoy who you were was the uh, battle with Pash for uh, the World Beatbox Camp video that you did. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah that was the first international event. That yeah, was crazy. How I even got to battle him was also just a weird <laughs> story. Well, we got plenty of time. What yeah. happened? How how did how did that come about? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, so that was the first ever uh, World Beatbox Camp, now known as SBX Camp. But um, yeah, the vibe was surreal of that event because everyone was just so excited and something new was happening. It wasn't just a beatbox battle all the time, but that the battle happened on the first night um, of the, uh, it was like 10 days long, this event. And it happened on the first night. And the way they did it is it happened in this big um, like basketball stadium um, and they split up all the beatboxers there into like four quadrants and they assigned um, like a pro to each quadrant to go through and just walk next to people who are just dropping beats, you know, uh, a couple feet away from each other. And then there's just a pro walking around, just listening in on each person dropping a beat. And that went on for like, I like at least 10 minutes, I think. And, uh, they were walking around and listening and the person, um, for each quadrant, the pro, 
that was assigned. They had to pick four people from each quadrant, and that would make the top 16, which did an elimination for the battle where they picked out the top eight. So I was looking around the room before, um, like, there was no way. They didn't, uh, like, balance the quadrants at all or anything. So, like, whoever went somewhere, they just went somewhere. And, you know, luckily it registered in my mind, wow, like, some quadrant is obviously going to be easier than the others. And that was 100% the case. Um, like, I saw I saw some crazy people in, in one quadrant. I think it was, like, um, it was, like, Pash was there and um, River and... Uh, oh, yeah, that was the first time Bauer, I saw a River, I think, too. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. was... Yeah, I met River there for the first... It was just crazy, like, just as a side note, that event, like, since then, a lot of the people who were just, like, I guess you could say randoms, like myself and and River, he was complete random like myself. We, we just uh, were fans of beatboxing. Uh, we were passionate to get better, and since then, years went by, and, you know, he's grabbing all these titles. Um, you know, hopefully I'm starting to, to move towards that point. But, uh, um, yeah, just plenty of other people, too. So, yeah, I was looking around the room, and I was like, wow, like I'm going to this quadrant. I think I have the highest chance of passing through. And I think I passed as the fourth person that was selected. So I barely skimmed through. And there, yeah. you, you know, there's no chance, I don't think, that I would have passed if it was for any other quadrant. And Chris Solis was the one who, who picked me, so I'm grateful for that. But, yeah, it was, like, surreal to me to make top 16. But then we went to the eliminations, and that was the first time I really performed uh, to that size of a crowd. And somehow, man, like, I skimmed by that too, and I got the eighth uh, eighth seed uh, elimination, and uh, yeah, then I went up against the first seed, which Pash, <laughs> you yeah. know, top four in the world, and yeah, it was just just a wild experience. And were those your were those your first uh, live battles, or had you had a live battle in uh, America before that? Yeah, so that was in 2017. Um, I started battling in. 2015, the very end, was my first okay. battle. Um, so, yeah, I had, I think I went to maybe four or five events and uh, made top 16 at some of them. But, yeah, that was pretty much the limit of my experience. All right, because I do remember seeing that battle with passion going and thinking that you uh, you must have battled before because you had a little bit of stage presence. Like, you like you had, had you'd experienced being on stage before, so that is the case. Um, yeah, yeah, man, that was a very fun battle. That was really cool to watch, and uh, that was, like I said, my first time seeing you and watching you grow since then. It's been great, man. Thank you, man. Um, All right, I'm gonna you, jump oh, yeah, in real quick. Uh, I asked Scott last week after we recorded, man. Uh, I figure you could probably give an answer or two here, but I, I was asking Scott who are some of like the biggest beatboxers, I guess, in the battle scene right now. And he kind of he threw some names out, but he wasn't like 100 percent sure. So I don't know if, who do you. Mm -hmm. Who do you see as like I guess like the biggest right now? Um, well, I guess right now we're kind of in the online era. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, before I jump in online, I guess live. Um, you got collapse. I think definitely is is up there. Um, I mean, it's hard to say. Like the last like really big event is is last year's GBB, and 
since then, like Delo's not, I don't think going to be, he's not going to be competing in um, any events in the near future. So yeah, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to say. I'd say BR like collapse. Um, it's so, it's so strange. I'd have to say like river because of all the online stuff right now. Um, Bocota definitely, um, you know, he's, he's leveling up a lot and he won online worlds recently. And, um, yeah, I think, I think he's definitely up there. Um, who else, um, for the online scene, uh, I guess you got to throw in zero and, uh, Antil. So I think like Vokoda river zero Antil are like the four that are dominating the online. Um, since, you know, everything got affected and changed. Um, Okay. For live, yeah, I'd say collapse is a is a given name, um, and and br. It's hard to say who else is um, really gonna be there. I know like people like Hiss are coming back and mm-hmm. um, Napalm, and I don't know. It's a little harder to say for live. Okay. Uh, along those lines, uh, something that just popped in my head that I was wanting your opinion on was. Uh, uh, especially with all these online battles and being exposed to more reboxers I normally wouldn't hear. Um, mm-hmm. I've been uh, a few of them that I've been keeping my eye on that I really think are going to be making some big waves as they keep going. And I was kind of wanting uh, your thoughts and like who you th- are, are look, who you think people should be looking at more the most, like for, for coming up. All right. First in the decoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one. Yeah, first. <laughs> um, but I've, I was really surprised that remix the what he's been doing lately. I really like him. And, uh, okay. like my name is remix routine was fucking sick. Um, <laughs> and duds, I've really been enjoying duds since I saw him at the worlds. And I actually saw duds, um, his first wild card that he entered for, uh, one of the GBBs a few years ago. So, and I liked it and it only had like a couple hundred views on it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to subscribe to him. He's pretty cool. And now being able to see him not necessarily blow up, but starting to actually catch attention since that, um, the GBB online battles has been really cool. So I can't yeah. wait to see what he comes up with. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean like for online names, um, again, like zero is going to be going live. Um, we'll see how that comes out. Um, he definitely struggled, uh, like a couple of years ago when he went to the last battle, bone. but he's, yeah, 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 yeah. But he's leveled up so much since, and I think uh, I think he, he's a guy that learns from his mistakes. So um, I think he will definitely come harder. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Um, who else? Let's see. Um, well, yeah, like you said, Duds. I think I think is great. I think uh, Biscuit is uh, definitely getting up there. His compositions are really clean. And, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be a force at American champs whenever they happen. And, um, yeah, he's been stepping up also along with his tag team partner, ping pong. Uh, I think he's definitely, Oh yeah. Ping pong pose amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's so many guys like, I'll just start like naming them. Yeah. Uh, Pause, uh, tropical, uh, Wally, um, Zayad Swedan from like Egypt, uh, Minko from Morocco, uh, GTS from Georgia. Uh, I think these are all names that, if not recognized that well right now, uh, surely in the course of the next year, um, more people will know those names. It's uh, also I think been, Improver. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I, I was just going to say, I think it's been great seeing uh, Ballistics blow up the way he has been because the first time I got really lucky when I my very first battle event that I went to to see, I didn't perform or yeah. anything. I just went to, to watch it was only three months after I even like learned about the beatboxing scene and culture and started like looking okay. up like napalm and stuff like that. So it was crazy to go yeah. to because you know, I live in Warner, uh, Warner Robins, Georgia. So beatbox legends championship was only two hours away. So okay. I, I saw them post up for their event. I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to go. And I was only like three months after like starting the beatbox. So my first event after only a few months, I got to see napalm and gene and all these other crazy names and uh ballistics got second place and uh i remember saying oh that dude was pretty cool and that, that was when tyler du tyler w got first place and won the first beatbox legends so uh um, okay. yeah uh seeing ballistics grow since then has been awesome because i remember seeing him i think that might have been his first his first live experience i'm not 100 percent sure but i know i think he was only beatboxing for two years at the time then when that happened because i think that was 2017 yeah. but yeah ballistics yeah, I'm, not, great. I'm not sure on that one but yeah, yeah, it's it's also cool to see him level up. He he got really close to making it into GBB, and um, yeah, happy for him. Yeah, th didn't he play so? What was it, sixteen or fifteen or something? Yeah, like that? I, think I don't remember something like that. Yeah, like sixteen. 15. All right. Well, uh, speaking of all of uh, all these, unless you got anything, Cameron, you got um, something to go in real quick. All right, decoy. Right now, if you could have like just the dream battle who would be your opponent like who's just like a perfect matchup right now you want to just get on the stage with them drip count five <laughs> um, um ah, it's probably just like against some of my favorites i guess um <laughs> i mean if this dude could make a comeback uh i don't want to battle botting is uh i don't know if you guys know who that is um he was the vice world champion in 2009 and he was really uh it was really crazy for his time. Man, that guy <laughs> was crazy on the stage. Yeah, no, um, so, okay. What did you, yeah, what'd you yeah. say? So Batang, B-A-H-T-A-N-G. Uh, okay. I don't recognize it. Not much it's so not for that. him. Um, oh, go ahead. Like Darnie or Slizzer, I think. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. I think a battle with Darnie would be fucking sick, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so speaking of all the online stuff that you've been uh, a part of, uh, one thing that really stood out to me that I was wanting to know more about if uh, if you're at liberty to say was the uh, beatbox community worldwide uh, thing you were working on. And oh, yeah, yeah. I was wondering if you could tell us about that and as much as you're willing to, uh, you know, because I know you said you were in the middle of working on it. There wasn't a whole lot you were allowed to talk about it, but anything you're willing to disclose, we'd, I'd love to hear about. Yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't mind um, on the idea. Um, so, you know, I've been running beatbox community now, um, for three years and, uh, having like the server on discord where beatboxers can come and jam and, um, and battle and all that kind of stuff. You know, I witnessed over that time, the interactions, the, the people, you know, some people are more active, um, at certain times and, uh, you know, the people who were really active a year ago a lot of them aren't active now and it's a different group of people. So I try to see like why that's happening. And, um, there are two things that, uh, worried me is that like, because of a language barrier, some interactions just like, um, kind of are, are just weird, man. Like, um, 
people are confused if they don't understand English well, like want to mute their mic and to just follow basic rules of the server. And um, I wanted to provide a place for them to, you know, understand everything and uh, be around people who they can also, you know, interact and, and jam with and understand fully. So I'm all for like having a place for everybody. But at the end of the day, I think I realized that um, it's impossible to have like a one size fits all um, in this kind of situation where, you know, beatbox community will still exist and it'll still be like the center to gather everyone um, for the for the most major times. But I wanted to um, create places for uh, people of all um, languages to have their own uh, local community. A lot of countries in the world um, don't really have developed scenes. You know, outside of America, France, you know, South Korea, UK, like a group of these places, uh, a lot of other countries don't have um, online scenes even developed. I'm not even talking about live scenes. Um, you know, so many countries don't have any live events. Uh, I think that the step to get their scene developed to a point where they can run live events is to start with online. Because what online does is it gathers the people who do it. Um, and in order for you to successfully create a live event, you know, that takes um, manpower, that takes uh, some money and gathering people together who are actually willing to do that, your best shot, I think, is is online first. And um, that's why I'm trying to essentially help uh, every language in the world have a developed um, online scene. And it'll promote, like, cross-collaboration with people. It'll also bring a place where they can level up and jam, of course, themselves. And, uh, you know, running battles on there as well. Uh, on the like local like language level, um, posting that kind of content online as well, it uh, it puts eyes on their scene, you know. Yeah, um, yeah that sounds really dope. So, yeah. Um, so, essentially, like the plan is to to gather uh, people who can really be community leaders for their areas and and work with them and and try to. Um, put like the knowledge that I have with running an online scene and like, you know, work together side by side with that person and help them develop, you know, what's around their area. That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm looking yep. forward to seeing how that uh, <clears throat> turns out. Drip count six. And then, nice. <laughs> and then I saw that you also, uh, I don't know how much more you are allowed to talk about this as well, but you also had the beatbox exclusive, uh, beatbox community yeah, yeah. exclusive thing that you were working on as well. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, it's likely, you know, this is a more controversial, um, I guess, idea. And, you know, I, I haven't, I've been lucky, I think, like, I've rarely received backlash for anything, but I'm already preparing myself to maybe receive some for this idea. Um, and, you know, I'll explain my reasoning in, in all um, for why I'm doing it. So, there was the example of the person whose first language wasn't English on our server. You know, they're, they're kind of lost and um, they don't really get the same interaction as they would get if um, a server existed from like Beatbox Worldwide where they could interact with people who speak the same language. 
So just like that person feels a little bit excluded in my eyes on the server, um, the other group uh, that the server has progressively, in my eyes, become a little bit less attractive to um, is really high-level beatboxers. Um, I remember when the server started and I uh, messaged around, you know, the jams and um, the people we had on the server were kind of at the root of the online scene. They've been here for a while. They know how um, things are run. So, you know, that that's also, I think, why we grew so quickly is because uh, the interactions on the server at the start were so uh, pure and so enjoyable. But as anything grows, you know, you get people who have never been on the online scene, never uh, people who have never like jammed people who might not even be beatboxers, you know, yeah. the servers got into the size where um, you, we have like groups of people coming in to troll, just to troll, you know, they'll find our server because it's like one of the biggest uh, ones and they'll just come in here and, and uh, be annoying and, and bother people. And um, you also start to get people who, you know, are, are lower level on average. I'd say as a server gets bigger, the average, um, level of a beatboxer on our server lowers and that's fine. And it takes time for people to level up and, and all of that. That's completely fine. But yeah. those who are getting good and those who are already good and have been at a really high level, um, the appeal to join into a jam on the server and to interact lowers because, you know, frankly speaking, I'm just going to be blunt with, with some of the stuff I say here is like, if you're, if you're a high level beatboxer, Sure, there's a time where you're down to help people out, but, you know, a lot of the time, I just want to jam, man, and I don't want to hear uh, 20 codfish covers before I hear another <laughs> great beatboxer. Yeah, um, I hear that. So that, yeah, so it's, it's due to things like that where I notice, like, high-level beatboxers are showing up less and less in our jams, you know. We have more of them than we ever did, but they're showing up less and less, and but, but the times they do show up, and this also, like, reassured me of why it's happening, um, is that the times you see great beatboxers are at, you know, important battles. That's when they'll all come out of their holes and, and come into the server. Or um, when there's a crazy beatboxer in a gym. When you see a crazy beatboxer in a gym, there's usually more than one of them. Because... Yeah, I almost when, always when, see uh, ballistics and Vokoda in at the same time whenever they're they're in there uh, jamming yeah. on the Discord. Yeah, yeah, and it's probably you know whoever joins first, it's like oh, ballistics joins a channel. Vokoda's going to see that, and he's going to when he's looking through the channels on the server and thinking, oh, I could join if there's a reason to. You know, ballistics could be that reason. You know, another high level beatboxer, um, and I think that's what a lot of the high-level beatboxers are thinking. And personally, you know, I've enjoyed jamming in my server uh, less and less uh, because to find a good jam, and um, it's less frequent now. Um, so this is kind of my plan to uh, revive uh, that feeling of guaranteeing an amazing jam um, and a high-level one. So it's pretty much going to be a separate server where um, we get the best of the best in the world uh, through, you know, battle qualification. The server will start off with, say, top 16 GBB, top 16 worlds. 
um, both live and online, and then maybe Beatbox Talk Champs 2019. So that'll be like a group of um, maybe 70, 80 people when you add in the loopers and all that kind of stuff as well. Um, and we'll start off by just running uh, jams in there. And, you know, the people there, a lot of them, you know, most of them know each other, but most of them are uh, cool and friends. Uh, and I think the jams will then become so much more enjoyable. And I'll start to see those big names, you know, actually being active on Discord um, because, you know, they have a reason to, they know this is a place where I can always get a good jam. And um, also like high level battles on there and a few other events, which uh, I'll release in the future, but I think I'll keep under locks right now. But yeah, okay. the, the place where I'm going to get hate from is that there are ways that um, you can get yourself in the server through competing in battles and getting results. So um, there's going to be ways through earning yourself into the server by, you know, winning certain battles, winning wild cards, uh, etc., which will be thrown out. Um, but the other way, uh, and this is where all the hate comes in, is uh, charging a membership for those who want to join into that experience but don't have the qualifications through, uh, you know, competing in, um, competing in high level battles and getting good results. So why am I charging? I guess is, is the first question. Um, so if I were to not charge and not offer that experience, like I still would do this and it would just be like, okay, here's a server for the best in the world. And that's it. You know, you can't get yourself in here unless you're the best in the world. End of story. So, what I'm trying to do with the memberships is like that will start hopefully putting some money into the scene. And with that, I can run more cash prize battles uh, more frequently. I can, uh, you know, make other events happen. The ones that I was talking about uh, too. And also, you know, in the end, so much of the online scene is volunteer work, like judges, oh, hosts, yeah. uh, a lot of the time, unless it's a really big event. From what I've heard, most events usually work break even if not not even break even absolutely yeah. yeah um so you know i'm just trying to find a way where i'm providing hopefully an experience that all these high level guys have missed for so long and at the same time putting some money into the scene where you know they can earn more through the battles we'll host there or um you know they they can just get more opportunities to also uh earn money for themselves so um yeah, and don't get me wrong. I, I am trying to I am trying to make some money too. Um, in order for me to keep putting in as much time as I am right now, um, before I have to make huge decisions like going to to college, etc., uh, I need to kind of build a case for myself. Like, hey, what I'm doing is actually making some money. Therefore, I can keep going and keep providing what I have been um, at the same rate, if not more. And um, you've definitely put a lot into the community, so that's already. Um, deserving of like being able to make sure you can make a living off of what you're doing. I would say. Thank you, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I appreciate that you have that view. I'm sure there'll be people who, who don't see it that way or won't give the time of day to, to hear that out. But yeah, like the comparison I make is just uh, take the best of the best from um, anything, like whatever sport you enjoy, or I don't know if there's a video game or something, but imagine a sport, like, I don't know, basketball, for example, Imagine, in your view, the top, uh, you know, 70, 80 basketball players in the world. And 
they're all, you know, in this room together playing basketball and you could, and we're charging people who aren't at that level, you know, some, some amount to be able to join in on that experience, to be able to play a game with some of the best in the world, something like that. Like that experience in, in my opinion is definitely worth something and definitely fair to be charging for. Um, yeah, like that, that's kind of the comparison for me. And, um, there'll be like different tiers, I guess that we'll do, uh, for, for memberships and they allow different experiences, access to certain events, access to jams, all that kind of stuff. So we'll see how it works out. I am making the prices. I think most people will think they're rather steep when I announce them. And to be honest, that's fine. I hope I don't get that much hate for setting them at that price, but the point of why I'm doing that is because I want only the people that truly believe in it and are truly passionate to level themselves up to actually, you know, purchase a membership. I don't want a ton of yeah. people. Um, I want this to be an exclusive kind of feeling. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, that's, that's well, I definitely think there. your heart's in the right place on this man. And um, I think it'll only benefit the beatboxing scene no matter what. So I think you're uh, doing the right thing so. there, and uh, I'm rooting for you on that. Got to secure the bag. Yeah, man. <laughs> Drip count seven, you, by the way. Drip count seven. Seven. <laughs> All right, I'm going to switch gears right quick. We're going to get off a of beatboxer for just a second. Scott can bring us back right. into that in a second. Um, All right, man. Do you like chicken wings? Chicken wings. Yeah. yeah, I'll eat them. Oh, you don't sound very passionate about it. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's definitely not at the top of my list. But it's a, if I have chicken wings, I'm not sad at all. All right, all right. Well, do you have a preference between drums or flats? Hmm. Since I've learned how to eat flats, I I think that I'm leaning towards flats now. But but you can never go wrong with drums, man. There's just so meat, so much meat you can get. I don't know. I don't know if you're probably drums, man. <laughs> probably drums. All right, he's saying okay, probably he saved, drums. He saved yourself. You know, I've actually been in the same boat. Like, I've been a drums guy for a long time. And lately, I don't know. There's something about the type of meat that's on the flat. Even though it's a little more annoying to eat, I feel like it's better <laughs> than the drums. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. All right. I, what's, I your, you. what's your favorite sauce? Sauce. Um, or flavor if you're like a dry rib kind of guy. Probably something something Asian. I'm a, I, love, I love Asian stuff. Um. Hmm. Somebody said teriyaki. I mean, the I'll just teriyaki, uh, sriracha, hoisin, like all that kind of Asian? stuff. Spicy Asian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. I like, I like spice. A little Asian zing. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. A little kung pao, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, nobody like that. I, I like it. Okay. I gotcha. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, Scott, go back to beatboxing. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, since we're going through some of our round of uh, questions, people you kind of expect when we do our interviews. Um, so you've had a pretty good amount of experience doing your uh, live and online battles. So one of my favorite questions is, uh, what is one of you, like a, uh, a, one of your worst bombs or bad experiences or embarrassing experiences when it comes mm. to a live performance? Hmm. Glad you asked that, actually. Um, let's see. Man, I, 
champs, <laughs> this is like the, the, the last American champs that I was at. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. The mindset was off and I was just such an, in such a bad, like, uh, I don't know. I felt like I was fine, but my mouth was saying otherwise. Like I was getting horrible dry mouth and like my lips were all cracking up. Like I couldn't even do like a BMG snare. Like I just simply oh, could man. not make that sound. That's been one of my biggest yeah, fears if I ever like perf- actually perform on a stage or something. Cause I used to, I play guitar. So I've been in a couple bands and played shows before. And I yeah. remember that feeling of dry mouth. Like every time, just something about being on stage that gives you dry mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always just, I don't know. Like I feel awkward most of the time on stage. Like I feel like I'm forcing it. Um, but some experiences, like my best performance is probably at the eighth smoke against bloomer i don't know if you've seen that battle uh, i probably um, i did watch a lot of the eight of smokes and okay. I, I love bloomer so i've probably seen all of his eight of smoke <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i'd say that's probably my best but yeah like american champs it was just you know it was after my gbb wild card i'm sure so many people uh you know they set expectations they're like man, you know, decoy could take it this year. That was the first time I really got any of that kind of, uh, hype up before anything. Um, they're like, they're so excited for me to, you know, drop some crazy stuff. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I was just choking pretty much the whole way through. Didn't feel comfortable on stage. Uh, wasn't confident. Confidence is, is, uh, what I lack the most. And, Hopefully, you know, by the time GBB happens, something will change. Um, I just need to feel more prepared, I think. And yeah. It'll be better. You know, I, I heard yeah. somebody or a couple of beatboxers say that, uh, and I think this applies to more than just beatboxing for sure, but I've heard a lot of people say that whenever somebody wins, like, a tournament or, you know, or a, a, an event, they may not necessarily be the best beatboxer of the night. They were just the best, like – at, at that that day <laughs> like they were the most yeah. confident or they were the ones that ran into the least amount of problems that day and had everything the best well rounded out does that make yeah, sense i agree yeah yeah it does are we sticking with typical our usual questions yeah we can we can jump in a few of those too all right drip count 10 uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right uh i'm gonna ask you to go to a dark place now Dark place, okay. Yeah. Uh, what is a traumatic experience you've had to overcome in your life? Mm. You can go as, uh, as deep as you want. doesn't have to be like... Oh, okay. oh this is an obvious one for me. This is an obvious one for me. Um, yeah, I'm still overcoming it right now. Uh, some people know about it. I didn't really hide it too much. Um, but at the end of January... Um, I started getting, uh, crazy panic attacks. Like, uh, yeah, I, I can't even, I always felt like stress wise, I never got, uh, to that level. Um, and one, one day, um, yeah, I just, <laughs> I don't know. It just, uh, I was feeling crazy body sensations and, uh, nothing I, like I felt before and, that sent me to the ER, man, and um, oh, I wow. went there three, four times after in the course of, like, a month and a half thinking that I was dying every time that happened. It was it was really bad, and 
um, since then, you know, I, I still have them, which is the, which is the part that sucks. I know now, like it, it's, it's been such a mental battle where now I say like, okay, it ends in a couple hours. Just, uh, you know, just, uh, deal with it right now. And, you know, understand that in a couple hours, you'll be fine. And I have like breathing techniques and something like that, but yeah, it sometimes comes up just absolutely randomly. Like when everything's completely fine, like I don't know why it's happening to me, but it happened. Uh, last time it happened was, um, like two weeks ago. Um, so now they happen way less frequently at the time they were starting, man, they're from like end of January to like end of February. I was bedridden, man. <laughs> I was oh man. Just, uh, I've had a few yeah. attacks before, so I know they're no joke and I've dealt with the yeah. anxiety. I've got, I'm currently on Lexapro for have been for about the, you know, past year and a half, two years now. And that's been a life changer. Um, have you actually yeah. seeked any medical, you know, advice or have you tried to figure out how to handle this or deal with this problem? Yeah, man, it's, it's mostly been myself. Um, didn't, don't really believe in the, um, like therapist stuff. Um, yeah. I, I went to them before for like, um, you know, like I have some family, uh, um, differences, I guess, where my family's from Russia and, uh, I'm a first gen. So, and like, I'm in a pretty good um, area and it's pretty competitive here. So like getting good grades and all of that kind of stuff is like really, uh, pushed into you, uh, since yeah. you're, since you're a little kid. And, um, I think being a first gen immigrant only amplifies that. So, you know, I went to therapist a couple of times before to, um, you know, I, I hated school, man. And, uh, I was pretty much saying like, yeah, I'm doing this beatbox thing. And, that kind of is a source of a lot of family, uh, family problems. Besides that, like I, I love my, uh, I love my family and they're pretty good. That's just kind of the, the center of any problems we have. It's always between like the path I'm choosing with my life. Um, but yeah, I, I just, it happens because they just care and worry a lot. And, um, yeah, but I think that's a result of a lot of stress and, I don't know. When I went to the therapist, I didn't really find much benefit from that. But yeah, I guess there's a look into my uh, <laughs> I my problems. I feel um, you, dude. Therapists, yeah. you got to find the right one. Really, I mean, it's kind of hard because not every one of them is yeah. going to be you know right for you. Obviously. Uh, uh, by the way, drip count eleven. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, some if therapists don't work, one thing I like to do when I feel stressed out is I like to get me a little bit of wet ass p word. <laughs> <laughs> we love that sound bite, so we had to figure out what, what was that. <laughs> it's a, we had a sound pad with Ben Shapiro doing the fucking WAP. Wet ass P word. Whenever he was reading off the lyrics to WAP, <laughs> he wouldn't say pussy. He just kept calling it P word. <laughs> Which I pointed out, I thought it was funny that he kept saying ass. Wet ass P word, but yeah. not wet A word P word. Um, yeah, yeah, man. I really hope that you're able to get that under control soon. I know that's a fucking pain in the ass and. I think I remember seeing you make a post not that long ago about like I think right after you placed eleventh and then got moved up to tenth, it like helped you kind of legitimize the path that you've been taking, and um, not oh, only sorry, TV, you but cut out. Where did I cut out? At? 
uh, like, where was I? Like, no, I, I think you I said, made a post about. This. Yeah, yeah, you made a post about. Um, I think when you you when you made the wild card and you got eleventh and then got bumped up to tenth. Um, yeah. And made it into the GBB. Um, I think that you said it like it helped legitimize the path that you've been taking, and not only to you but to other others that you can show others like, hey, this yeah. is I'm I'm really taking this seriously, and this actually now has potential. And that was uh, I thought that was really cool, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I I uh, you know as much as um, you know my family uh, disagrees and and whatever. But, um, they also are kind of like the motivation to <laughs> I try to prove them wrong. And, you know, I think that my mindset when I was making my wild card, a lot of it was tied to that. And I, I'm not sure if I could have made a better one if I didn't have the, uh, the kind of mindset and the push that I have from proving them wrong. Hell yeah, yeah brother. Drip count 12. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got something? Um, uh, what else do you got? Because I like that. I like to try to save that one question for the end. Oh, okay. Um, all right. So the the main other thing that I wanted to talk about was uh, the online World Series or the like World Beatboxing Competition that you uh, helped put together. Um, was that all you yeah. or who? All, I, I think I saw Choice Beats collaborating in that as well. Yeah. Uh, so the organization of went, the, yeah yeah yeah. So the organization of the actual event is. Um, was pretty much, uh, yeah, me and my team on beatbox community, um, my staff on there, um, choice, uh, from legends beatbox. Um, I, when I was living with him, um, back in, um, you know, up till the end of June or mi- uh, beginning of June. So there, you know, we had the idea, um, to get an online beatboxer, the opportunity to bring themselves live. And that was something that I thought was really cool because there's so many of these online guys who are absolutely ridiculous, have the potential to be the best beatboxers in the world. Um, but whether it's a matter of money or, um, yeah, just living, it's usually money, just living in a a country where the currency can't afford much, um, especially for travel and plane tickets to the battles around the world. We wanted to solve that issue. So, you know, for online worlds, um, choice helped out by, uh, offering first place fully paid for, uh, travel and accommodation as a judge to the legends battle in, in Georgia, uh, in Atlanta. Um, so I thought that would be really insane. Like I just imagined, um, some of the names that I would love to see at, at a live event and it'd just be ridiculous to actually be able to finally see them because they're always online and, they can't make it out to live events. Um, Audible or sorry, Vokoda ended up uh, winning, um, winning. So it wasn't like that much of a that much of a trip. Yeah, He's still in the U.S. But uh, you know, the fact that we were able to give that opportunity to uh, people outside of the U.S., like anybody in the world from anywhere, uh, it just made me feel good, and hopefully, I can offer stuff like that and more in the future um, to bring online beatboxers up. So yeah, uh, Swiss helped uh, with letting us live stream and showcasing the event to, uh, you know, the whole world of beatbox. But yeah, it was mostly my team and I on the actual event organization. 
No, I was I was actually looking for that live stream. It's down now, right? Like uh, I guess they live yes. streamed and now it's down, so it's gonna release yes. on a battle basis. Correct. Okay. Um, I think you yeah, have I, I donations asked, right now. We actually just finished them today. Uh, we dropped Improvers Judge Showcase, and I think right after this, I'll be uploading the first uh, Loop battle. Okay. Oh, that's another question I was wanting to get into as well. Um, looping is yeah. such a big part of the beatboxing scene now. And I don't know yeah. if I've seen you loop. Have you ever experimented with looping, or do you have plans on um, working working out some loop routines and stuff like that? I haven't deeply gone into the loop. I have a loop. I've messed around a little bit. Um, but, you know, right now, I think, again, my focus on is, is so on solo. Um, I really need to get my, uh, my shit together because... Uh, I think I've been slacking the last couple of months. Um, but yeah, I think it's just me getting out of that like hole of, uh, of what I was talking about before and uh, starting to really focus on the things I enjoy again. All right. Oh, yeah. And I, I think I got uh, one more question that just came to mind real quick as well. Um, and this is more just for either a people that are just getting into beatboxing or even more experienced beatboxers. I just want to know your opinion on it. Um, do you think, and mm-hmm. I, I guess this answer could probably vary from beatboxer to beatboxer on what works for them, but do you think there's more importance to learn, like having learning an arsenal of sounds, like being able to keep, you know, um, training yourself to learn some kind of new sound or honing in on just a few sounds and getting those to the best that you can get them, or maybe kind of both simultaneously. You think there's, um, there's an importance on either one of those? I would say no, because there are insane uh, cases and proof for both those paths of developing your style. Um, on one end, you have like Vokoda, who, you know, that his whole style is based off of one sound and a bunch of different variations and layers over that one sound. And I mean, look at him. Um, and then on the other end, you have people like, uh, I don't know, like collapse people like river people, you know, like Dilo. they have a wide arsenal of, um, different sounds and, uh, the genres that they take uh, stuff on routines varies also. So I'd say it depends on what your goals are, man. Um, in the end, like you shouldn't even worry about what, what is right to do. Uh, you should just think about what you want to do. Um, and I think that if you keep your mindset on what you want to do and just keep working and getting closer to whatever that is, you're going to get better results in, uh, in the future, no matter what. Um, yeah. Like battling is not all. And yeah, it all works out. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, we're gonna have you name the episode, by the way, whenever we close this thing out. Yeah, that's the very final thing. So just kind of <laughs> name the episode. Yeah, we were supposed to yeah. tell you that up front, and we're yeah, to host, it's gonna be so. the very last thing. We'll let you know when it's time to do that. But I just remember we didn't tell you that, so just kind of a, head, a little bit of a heads up there. <laughs> oh damn! Wait, so so is this the name of the podcast series or the name of this? specific episode just a specific yeah, episode just your yeah, specific just whenever episode. we close it out we're gonna okay. ask you so just keep that in mind <laughs> yeah sorry okay. uh, drip count 13 by the way uh. <laughs> um did you still want to do the i don't know i mean i'm down i mean i guess it's up to him really 
Yeah. Um, last time when we had Choice Beats on, we did a. Um, it was live, so it was easier to do. <laughs> but uh, we did a what we called a beatbox battle, or no, um, babble dabble beatbox, beatbox battle. battle. So I was just wondering if you're interested in doing that a minute thirty each of us, real quick, just one rounder. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> awesome. I don't have a way to keep time with him on the phone. I don't think. Yeah, I, I got a timer. I'm just gonna run a time. All right, real quick. Um, I'm sure you're gonna be much better than me, so I guess I'll go first and let you close it out for <laughs> <laughs> the second round. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we'll just do a minute thirty. Take us up my drink real quick. Hold on. Do do a couple tests. So I make sure your level's not too hot for you before you start. Oh, now you're good. Sounds okay. good. All right. <laughs> All right. You want to do a three, two, one? You want me to do three, two, one? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> so I just. So All right. So the second. Ever babble dabble beatbox battle. We have decoy versus uh Scott Hazard. Hazard are you going yeah, by Hazard? I'm gonna go by Hazard. Okay, Hazard decoy versus Hazard with Hazard going first. Let's get into this shit. One to smoke, one to smoke. <laughs> All right, three, two, one. <laughs> seconds. Time? Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank <laughs> you. 
Ten seconds. Time. Woo! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Blaine, who won that battle? Who won? <laughs> I mean, I think Decay won that one. Decoy. 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 <laughs> Decoy. <laughs> All right. That's awesome, man. That was sick. That was sick. Yeah, dude, that yeah. was dope as fuck. I was wondering how that was going to translate on like a phone-in call because it's like, like I said last time, we had hey had him in person, so it was like all microphones and everything, but that worked fucking perfect. Yeah, it was really yeah. dope. Well, uh, do you got anything else for him? I mean, uh, I just that, that one question. That about covers everything, man. We appreciate you coming on. All right, we're going to finish with this Thank question, you, then we'll kind of outro and everything. And uh, Anyway, last question i like to end with is, uh, what, what are some ways you think that we as a society could make the world a better place? Just some changes we could make. Hmm. Well, I was not prepared to answer this question. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. The hard, deep questions here at Babylon. Dablin. <laughs> For me asking the question, <laughs> Boo Camden. <laughs> I think uh, stopping to stop wasting time on like petty stuff um i think that applies to so many things um but i think rather than just jumping the gun on on other people um you know i've been watching especially over like the last six months because of uh what's been happening in the world and uh politically in our country um it's brought out so much hate out of people and um again like those petty petty conversations and um this this culture of unfriending your facebook friends who have different <laughs> views than you it's so yeah. um we need to cancel, I think cancel it's so culture. toxic <laughs> yeah yeah cancel culture is is really uh it, it worries me man a lot um i think uh I think it's super toxic and like I can imagine being on on the end of uh, on the end on the other end of cancel culture. Um, we have a former you know, friend that can also attest to being on yeah. the end of cancel culture now <laughs> as of a couple weeks yeah. ago. But he possibly deserves it. We'll see. Still unsure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I agree with you. Oh, man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of getting out yeah. of hand. Like I'm I'm all for people getting called out if they're doing bullshit, but like people are just calling out everything now. It's like the smallest fucking thing. Like you said, just petty bullshit. And it's like, let's end their fucking lives or over it. Not like a tweet from like 10 years ago. I'm like, Hey, remember when he said yeah. this? Yeah. Yeah. Shit like that. So yeah. Um, yeah. It's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just the mindset. Like, are you just trying to like ruin this person's life? Is that like, <laughs> yes. Is that what you're trying? Like, cool. I mean, I guess like good for you. But uh, I don't know. I think that Do we need there needs analysis? to be more conversation on rather than just like can't, let's cancel this guy. He did this. Um, trying to get to a point where I don't know. You can get answers from that person for why they did that. And yeah. I don't know. I that do believe be there's publicly. a few things that like there's also got to be like a road to redemption or like a way to like if we want people to like grow and do better like they have to be able to give it be given the opportunity to be better in certain scenarios not all of them but god damn yeah yeah 14 sure yeah definitely in certain scenarios yeah 
not making defenses for like, you know, everyone, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I think it's the, the amount of hate that's been breeding in, in our country and in the world generally is worrying. It's all these damn millennials on the damn internet all the damn time without no damn job. Ain't nothing better to do. <laughs> all right, yeah, man. For real. I think we're we're at the end of this road, buddy. We appreciate you being on. Um, appreciate both of you guys. Yeah. If you'd like to, one more time, just well. Oh yeah, plug promote anything you want to plug real quick before we get you. Out yeah. Of here. Do, you, do you want him oh, to go yeah, first sure, or end sure. with his plugs? Um, with his plugs. Yeah. All right, we'll go ahead and plug real quick, and then you'll be the very last yeah. plugs, just so sure. you're the last thing sure. on people's mind. Um, sure, so, sure. if you want to check out the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, that's all at Babylon Dablin. That's B A B B L I N D A B B L I N. Also, teespring.com slash stores slash Babylon Dablin, or it's pinned to the top of our Facebook page. Just click the link, you'll be right there if you need some merch. Uh, as always, we love you. Thank you for being with us. If you're a first time listener, welcome. If you're a return listener, thank you for coming back. Uh, you guys are the reason we're doing this and feel like there's a need to keep doing it. So, we appreciate you all that have been with us for this journey. Uh, Mr. Decoy, one more yes, time, yes. where can people find you and what you got going on? Yeah, if you want to find me, then um, on Instagram, Decoy Beatbox, D-K-O-Y Beatbox, one word, no spaces. Um, then YouTube, uh, just D-K-O-Y. Um, and let's see, what else do we have? Uh, Facebook, uh, Decoy Beatbox. If you want to follow Beatbox Community um, and and that whole project, then our Discord server is discord.gg slash beatbox. Uh, on YouTube, we're Beatbox Community. On Instagram, the Beatbox Community. Um, and yeah, you should find all the info there. All right. Dope, man. Awesome. So like we kind of gave you a little bit of a heads up about, <laughs> we are at the end. So we need you to just uh, yeah. come up with... Just, it doesn't have to be anything from the episode. Just whatever's on your mind. Just you said, what do you want to name it? And we will name it that. Oh, sure. I mean, I, I feel like it has to be something related to what we talked about. Um, I don't know. Maybe like, uh, let's see. I was thinking like behind behind the online scene or something. Boom, 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 boom.